Network podcast commentary of Kong Skull Island. But before we start that off, we have a special announcement we have to make. And that special announcement is that um, going forward, starting this month, um, we are actually only, only going to be doing one podcast a month. Um, the reason why we are doing that is because um, just uh, our personal lives are getting really busy right now. And then there are a few other things that we would like to do. And unfortunately it's gotten to a point where um, work with the podcast uh, it, it's in order to even bring out some form of quality with the podcast, it, it's taking a lot of work and we would like to do better work already. We think that compared to some podcasts we've done over the years, even the quality right now has sort of dipped a small bit just because we haven't been able to uh, give it our enough uh, time and attention as we used to back in the day. And again, like I said, because of um, just being busy on a personal level and um, also um, just wanted to do some other projects. Uh, we just decided at least for now, one podcast a month, and that's just kind of how we're going to do it. It's going to hamper us a little bit. Uh, Jason and I, we will have to iron out uh, a few things as far as like, okay, in the future, since we're only doing one podcast a month, are we going to, like, if we're talking about a movie, are we going to do like one movie or two movies? Like, for example, in our re-reviews, we have Destroya and Godzilla 2000 left. So one of the things we have to iron out is, um, you know, are we going to do just one of the movies uh, at a time or are we going to do two since, you know, it's, uh, you know, a month, there's plenty of time to potentially watch both films. So that's stuff we're just going to have to work out. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the big announcement for now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, yeah I just basically just want to feel feel a little bit worn out i know both ken and i have said that a little bit i know at first we used to do weekly things at the very beginning then we started going bi-weekly well and both jason and i we both have come to a point too and i've said this before in the past with him um where I feel inundated uh, by Kaiju year round because of yeah. the podcast and the fact too, um, like with social media and the like, we are um, always around the fan community 
as well. So it's just kaiju constantly, just about all day, every day. And that kind of gets wore, wore out after a while, quite frankly. I get to a point where I kind of get bored with it. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and then and then messing with the site and the you know working on the audio version of the podcast and everything the process that I usually been doing it sort of is feeling like a job in a way so I just wanted to at least reduce uh, some of that time and as well as some of the responsibilities maybe have can't do some of the uh, things I've been doing. Uh, for many years, so we'll have to <laughs> we'll have to arrange something one of these times. So then, sort of reduce some of my responsibilities here and there, and and uh, of of the such. So yeah, just for me, I just want to make a little bit of a change in my life and, and just focus, uh, like Kent mentioned earlier, just focus on other things that I've been wanting to do, and as well as uh, set up more in the long term, uh, sort of thing. So yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's at the wedding Godzilla Productions TV. It's okay if you can't join. We understand. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's basically it for our, our announcement for yep. that. So so we're just gonna get right into Kong Skull Island, uh, 2017. Gosh, it seems like yesterday this thing just came out. <laughs> My son Lincoln here is joining us like he did with the last commentary with the 2014. He has not seen this move, even though he probably would tell you otherwise. Um, you can talk now if you want. <laughs> but, um, but anyways, um, this is a movie I've seen, I think, at least three, maybe four times, including once in the theaters. Um, I have to say this is a movie I enjoy quite a bit. The only reason why I haven't watched it more is because I purchased a lot of movies and TV shows over the last couple of years, mm -hmm. and I've been spending a lot of time watching those. I still have many DC animated films up here that I purchased and have yet to watch them all, for example. Plus, right now I'm going through the old Outer Limits uh, TV show, and that uh, is 49 hours of, of sci-fi goodness. Jeez. So... Um, <laughs> That's nothing. Uh, Twilight Zone, like the original Twilight Zone, is like 74, 74 and a half hours. Um, but, excuse me, um, we, uh, we're just going through the MonsterVerse. And one of the things I actually would like to do, and I have yet to even tell this to Jason, so he's just learning this for the first time, too. One of the things I would like us to potentially do, and this is not official yet, is maybe for the podcast for next month, have it be a commentary on... The new King of the Monsters, 2019. Uh, just wrap up the MonsterVerse proper as it is right now. Um, yeah, that's that's what I was essentially thinking that we were possibly going to be doing with the continuation with uh, Skull Island here. And when I was thinking about it for the last few weeks since we haven't done the podcast, that I thought that we were eventually going to be doing uh, – a commentary on King the Monsters. <laughs> but, um, yeah, as far as Con Skull Island, for me, this is this is actually the first viewing for me since it was in theaters. So it's been at least a couple of years <laughs> since I last saw this movie, so I'm going to get a little bit of a refresher. I know some of the moments uh, from the movie here and there. 
But uh, yeah, so it's uh, I'm pretty excited and looking forward to uh, watching this movie again for my second time. And also just want to let you know, I think uh, I'm getting a little bit of the seasonal allergies. Oh, I know you are. I can tell. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit early. So I'm a little bit plugged up right now and my throat is a little bit uh, stuffed up right now. So I'll kind of sniffing and probably be coughing here and there possibly at times sneezing blowing my nose so i got plenty of kleenexes right here so uh, i'm pretty much good to go on that but um yeah other other than that uh definitely uh looking forward to seeing uh colin skull island here yeah i'm just gonna let you know quickly quick few seconds of housekeeping i'm gonna go onto our facebook page and type in uh, you know the, our special announcement i know some people don't like the the keyboard sounds but i think this is yeah. pretty important we were gonna do two separate uh, episodes and then right at the last moment jason changed things on me so i just thought uh, it was a little bit better doing it uh this way fitting it in with this episode because then it would uh, give uh, save me a little bit of time as far as stitching the audio with uh, from that one with this one. So just have it as one. Yeah. So I just wanted to let you know about that. Um, I just want to share my quick uh, opinions on this film, at least how I thought about it uh, over the last couple of years. And that is, uh, like I said earlier, I really do enjoy this film. Um, And one of the things that I especially like, I think even more about it is the fact that it got away from the stereotypical Kong story. Uh, We've seen that done at at least, what, three times, you know, with 33, 76 and 2005, Uh, 2005 being my personal favorite uh, out of that whole sort of original Kong storyline. and I was really happy to see that Skull Island, and I knew from the trailers uh, when this thing was getting ready to come up, that thankfully this thing was going to be different than what we got, which I didn't want to have to see a fourth telling of the same old Kong story. And thankfully, uh, again, anybody who's listening to this podcast, I'm sure has already seen this film at least once and knows exactly what I'm talking about. This is not yeah. the, t- the typical sort of classic Kong story. Yeah, I was when I heard about them making another con movie, uh, I was a little bit worried that they were probably going to rehash the same story over again like they did with the 2015 uh, version. I mean, uh, that 2015. Not 2015, 2005. My bad. Okay. Um, I that, know that I don't. <laughs> but at that iteration of uh, that movie retelling the story was still uh pretty damn good in its own right but uh like you i was uh, a little bit tired of the same thing i want something a little bit new a little bit fresh to the whole uh kong character in his universe or world uh some yeah just something uh you know, a little bit different this time around. And that's essentially what we got with this movie. Maybe it's it's just, I would say a tad bit of the same, but 
rest maybe in a couple areas, but the rest of it is so much different compared to that rehashing that they've been doing with Kong for at least was it uh, four films or uh, something like that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Here I'm typing. Um, so yeah, um, so I'm watching the Blu-ray, and so let's just go ahead and get started here. Um, I'm at the menu screen here. And anybody who is not familiar with our commentary uh, procedure, I will go three, two, one, go. When I say go, you hit the OK or play button on your player because not everyone now has a Blu-ray player just because technology sucks anymore. Um, yeah. But, so let, let me switch over to uh, right. the, we turn off our cams here. Well, not yours. I just need to switch the to the uh, thing thing uh, our cover here, so we can still keep our cams running. But yeah. Oh, it's just oh, it's going to cover both of our. Yep. Oh well, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> so are you ready? Uh, I am ready. So, you ready for the countdown? Yep. Okay, so here we go. Three, two, one, go. All right. You excited to be seeing Kong Skull Island? I think this movie's going to be great watching it in 4K. You can sit down and watch. I don't have a chair. You want to go get a chair? Yeah. And go get a chair. <laughs> you can have mom help you. You gotta be quiet though. Hope you can see. At least this time I got some subtitles since I uh, lowered the volume down. I can't believe how warm it gets in this room. Even after I got rid of my desktop computer here like two years ago, like it's still. It's ridiculously warm in here. Ten cent pictures. I really like how, too, like when you t- compare the text in this film along with the 2014, I think maybe even the 2019 film, uh, it's the same font. Yeah. Oh, I may have to leave this door open. Oh, we're getting a nice cross breeze. <laughs> oh, this is nice. By the way, you may want to lower the volume down on your end, just in case. I'm going to lower it down one. That's all I'm doing. Who is that? That's a guy. Pilot. I think Hershey was not very happy about your new setup. Hershey's not. Well, I might put it away for her. You're on the podcast. You hide the whole world. Hi. You can stay. You can actually leave that open, and we're getting a nice breeze. You don't want to watch the movie? I'm gonna gonna watch the football game. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. Why are they shouting each other? This is during World War II. One's American, one's Japanese. They were enemies in World War II. And this is an, uh, a good addition to the Khan franchise, at least that they're adding a little bit of the past, sort of close to when he started, but obviously in World War II. 
Whereas that first movie, the very first, was pre-World War II. Yeah. I get, oh, my, oh, I, oh, because I've cut my hand a number of times on blades and just, oh, I know how that feels. Yeah. You think that would have given him a really deep cut on his fingers, almost like. Well, it was on, I think, on his hand, actually. No, it looked like it was, like, right around one of, like, towards the beginning of his, where his fingers are attached to his hand. And we somewhat get the the early appearance of Khan here, which is uh, a bit amusing. Brings you right in. And I like how to continue the uh, stock footage from uh, that was set up with um, oh, Godzilla. I don't know why I had yeah, it. Twenty fourteen, but yeah, it. I I'd say it at least uh, blends right in with the whole monster verse in a way. It's like sort of a uh, stylistic theme to it. Yeah, top secret and all that stuff. You got the monarch. I don't oh, care. Hey, I can't hear a darn thing. So I'm turning the volume up. If we get into trouble for any reason, which I know we won't, I will take the blame. <laughs> it's on our podcast, so. <laughs> can you kind of move over that way a bit? But you can. I would like to see too. <clears throat> I I did. Can you confirm if I listened to the Kong score? I thought I did. Um, either early this year or late last year, because I know I, I at one point I either was like, okay, I'm finally gonna get around to it, and I did it, or I'm like, I'm gonna finally get around to it. And never, I thought I talked about it on one of the podcasts like within the last year about listening to the soundtrack. Yeah. I think I did. Might have. I know I have at least a couple times. And I know I mentioned about it, and it's pretty darn good. Oh, it is good. And of course, that's me assuming I've already listened to it. <laughs> They'll never <be> <laughs> Little do you know, John Goodman. By the way, I'm just uh, curious. Do you have your mic plugged into your laptop? Yeah, it's plugged in. Okay. Yeah, because you want me to turn the volume up? No, I was just uh, curious because I I know last time you accidentally didn't have your mic, and so so I was here this time. (laughs) Yeah. Here, let me turn it up just a smidge. How's that? It sounds better. Is that funny? <laughs> I'm a goofy guy. 
None of what you said made any sense. I was, why was Conqueror doing this? He was climbing up that ledge there. But why did he not do it? He was. You saw that scene. <laughs> oh, Link. And two, uh, King of the Monsters confirmed, and this movie confirms it too, but it's brought into uh, King of the Monsters, the whole Hollow Earth theory that is originally brought up here. Yeah. Oh, why is that bottle? What kind? What is in that bottle? Nothing. That's the collector's bottle. Or it's just for decoration. Yes. <laughs> It's so interesting how John Goodman, you know, was kind of this comedic actor for a decent chunk of the early part of his career. Now all of a sudden is doing like super serious character work. I think he's pretty good at it, though. Oh, he's, he's good. I just think it's so funny. It's like Tom Hanks. When you take a look at a lot of Tom Hanks' earlier work, he mm-hmm. was mainly all comedy, too. Yeah. And, um, hey, how's it going? How's it going, Christopher? Sorry. I didn't have it over on YouTube. But, yeah, it's also hard to believe that he did uh, Fred, uh, Fred Flintstone. In that Flintstones movie many years ago. 94. Yeah. <laughs> then that guy from Step Brothers. I, I first uh, le- uh, saw him in uh, Fun with Dick and Jane. <laughs> Yeah, that's been a long time ago since I've last seen that movie. You know, every time I see that other guy that's next to John Goodman, I always think it that's the guy from Star Wars, but no, that's a completely different No, that's a different guy. <laughs> it's like, that's John Boyega. This guy isn't. <laughs> I think Christopher was looking for a conversation partner and uh, we took too long to respond. (laughs) (laughs) We weren't on our YouTube channel, so. Well, you weren't. I'm on over at the Twitch at the moment, so. Yeah, we try to keep up on it, but then we get sidetracked with what we're doing here. Yeah. By the way, here we are over at the Vietnam. Of course, this movie's taking place during the Vietnam War at one of the hangouts. And I was surprised that uh, Samuel L. Jackson was uh, 
part of this whole movie when I Mark first started John Goodman and even yeah. Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> yeah, basically almost everyone from the entire Marvel universe because Brie Larson is also in this too. I like Brie Larson before she became cool. <laughs> You know, I'm sort of surprised that they are apparently aren't making an appearance from for Godzilla vs. Khan, but they I don't know if they might, but just from the looks of things, it's hard to believe that they're not going to be part of it. Fox or Star Fox. Um, it's a picture of us. It's a special picture. If you want a crazy picture like that, yeah, we could take one. <laughs> There are no monsters, dude. Why are you so spooked all of a sudden? You usually imitate one. Now all of a sudden you're like, huh? <laughs> By the way, you know, and I'm going to talk about uh, talk about this stuff on air since we're going to be doing. Um, you know, one podcast a month indefinitely here. I started thinking earlier, I'm like, you know, we could do, um, we could do, um, like two movies a month, uh, and just make the format more streamlined, uh, because typically anymore, you know, our average movie review, uh, podcast is what, about two and a half hours. And I figured we can make it streamlined to where we cover each movie in like anywhere from at least 30 minutes to uh like 45 minutes or an hour max and we actually would get done sooner than we typically do yeah i know with us doing the two two plus hours i know we usually uh dive in pretty deep with for those uh certain movies that we review but yeah i would say at least you just would have to not go as deep yeah and then maybe have uh write up different sections of oh what'd you think of the plot slash story the characters visual effects music so on and so forth and then get to the whole overall thing well, yeah, I mean, we could still have a pretty decent conversation. Mm-hmm. We just wouldn't have to be so ticky-tacky, which is fine. We would yeah. streamline the conversation a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make it so short, though, to that you, um, um, you know, are more or less just glossing over everything. So we saw Godzilla vs. Destroya, and uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, what do you think, Jason? Yeah, I liked it too. Bye. All right, that wraps it up. <laughs> so, 
Back to Con Skull Island here. The one thing that I'd say separates this movie with uh, Godzilla 2014 and possibly uh, King of the Monsters is that this movie seems to be a lot more colorful in a way, like very vibrant colors, as you've seen in the posters and uh, probably some of the trailers too. That's why I like. And two, I... Uh, at first viewing of the film in theaters, I really enjoy watching these characters. Well, you got good actors. Yeah. The color palette of this movie, yeah, you got some different colors here and there, but overall, the majority of the colors are kind of like what I would consider like uh, your tannish yellow palette. Is that Christopher on there? Or we have someone else new on YouTube. I don't want to be able to be in. Yep, there is. he's Remington. Look at all those sparks. Hey. Because he's a kitty cat. My dream. <coughs> well, you don't like it when I say certain things to you, so here we go. I don't like it when you say certain things to me, so how about that? Yeah. yeah it's fine. Is it? Yeah. I don't think it is. For some reason in this scene, it's, I don't know, for some reason I'm starting to get the whole atmosphere from the 76 Call movie. I don't know why. <laughs> I really would like to like that movie. Oh, this this guy, his Dutch is just okay. <coughs> Anybody who's ever seen some of those AT&T commercials? Crickets? Apparently so. <laughs> Anyone for tennis? <laughs> no, never. I just kind of want to briefly, like, uh, you know, gloss over kind of the whole Kong franchise, if you will, so to speak. I keep forgetting there's Son of Kong, and that's not just because um, I think it's a bad movie. On the contrary, I remember, uh, what, like six years ago, we covered that in one of the commentaries for a Kong month. And um, that is a movie I really do enjoy. And unfortunately, a lot of people uh, don't. But I think it's it's great. Um, King Kong Lives, I think, is more entertaining than King Kong. And I think in certain levels, too, just a better movie. Now, I know that's probably blasphemy for um, a number of people. But the 76 yep. Kong, I've seen that film, gosh, like six, seven times at least. And um, like I said, there are parts of it that I do like. I think Jeff Bridges, for example, uh, is wonderful in it. Um, the villain guy too he was also in the great muppet caper i forget the actor's name um he's got a mustache uh i think he's the ceo of the oil company in that film oh uh, that dude uh he was in that uh beethoven beethoven as the dad yeah uh i forget his the actor's name gordon i want to say it's gordon something or 
Let's find out here. So you do that homework, but um, by and large, that movie I just and the and the ending where with Khan getting shot up is always gets me every time. But by and large, like much of that movie, I find it overly long and tedious, and it's just it's hard for me to sit down. Um, and then the two thousand five film. Uh, as we talked about on here when we discussed that movie in the past, that's my all-time favorite uh, version of that Kong story. As far as Kong movies, I think Skull Island may be my favorite. I need to spend more time with this movie. But 2005 Kong, I think, is excellent telling. I know some folks complain at meandering. They're not necessarily wrong in saying that the film meanders, but I think the film is so vastly entertaining. Uh, you get a lot more action in it than you do in any other Kong film. And um, on top of that, I'm really invested in the characters and the story. I still think Jack Black as Carl Denham is still sort of a weird choice. Um mm-hmm. But he's still a good actor. I just don't think of Jack Black as being like a Robert Armstrong type character just yeah. because of two different styles of actors. Um, but I still liked him. But it's, yeah, it, it, it's st- I still have a weird issue with him in that film. But I think, too, we get an expansion of various things between um, Anne and Kong in that film. Things that... Uh, you know, we're obviously never expanded on in 33 and things that I think um, really help to explain why there's this eventual close relationship uh, between the two. Why Anne herself even comes to uh, love Kong and appreciate Kong. Um, I just think it's... <clears throat> I, and I just think it's a beautiful film, and I think it tells the story uh, of 33 better. And again, that doesn't mean I don't like the 33 film. On the contrary, I really do enjoy it. But I think as far as telling a, a more in-depth, um, cohesive story, I, I just think the 2005 film does it better. So let's uh, steer. Let's try to stay focused. Oh, I know. But um, before we do that, uh, guy's name is uh, Charles Grodin or Charles Grodin, (laughs) and it's hard to believe that he is eighty-four. Are you kidding me? I'm not. I'm not kidding. I gotta look at a picture of this guy. Here, let me send you a link. But yes, let's. Let's definitely focus on the movie that is right in front of us here. That's in 2013, though. That's a six-year-old picture. I still like that, even though this film takes a completely different turn for the tale um, of Kong, um, they still kept certain elements. Skull Island, they actually made it look similar to a skull on the map. And then here you got that mist, but here it's sort of like a storm instead of just a haze. Uh I think that makes it more exciting in a way. And even though that they're still, you know, 
using a boat for the same thing, trying to go through it. But, well, they don't actually go through it with the boat, if I can remember, but they actually take helicopters through the storm to get to Skull Island, which I think is uh, a bit better in a way. And it also sort of makes it that, uh, gives that story a little bit of uh, meaning and, and a little bit more action uh, to what we're going to be seeing here in just a few minutes. Yeah. And the one thing I like is that, uh, you know, that they have, you know, someone still taking pictures, but at least this time with it not being the man in the usual con story, it's uh, a woman in reversal. So it's a little bit the same thing there, but uh, different roles switched around. You know, every time I see those logos in front of the helicopters there, it reminds me of uh, Legend of Zelda. Those uh, little emblems. film is pretty action oriented too and just on top of that um you know it, it just it's great mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's action packed it really gets you in there yeah okay I'm actually going to show you a link. This is the most up-to-date photo I could find on Groden. Let's see here. April of this year. It's a storm. Because there's this fog that surrounds the island. Yeah, he still looks... Like he is in his 80s. He looks like Dan Gable. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Man, 84. Anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, I really like this part of the scene. Just makes it more action-packed. Instead of just the usual same boring thing that we see in the con. Uh, franchise, so just a little bit more something different, like something challenging for the characters. Well, yeah, and it's something subtle, like just like these helicopters' um, uh, uh, um, flight from the ship into the fog, like something like that for like two minutes, mm. action oriented, just little things like that. <clears throat> 
And then the way that they have all these little islands just sort of scattered around this entire thing. It also sort of harkens back to the uh, the 2005 con where they had a lot of those ragged rocks and everything just like scattered around when the whole crew was arriving to that Skull Island in that uh, 2005 con film. And then a bird flies in her face. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, better. <laughs> <laughs> or just burp poop. I thought you were going to say, like, burp, like she burped. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like she just got too excited and just fell out of the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, that dragonfly is pretty cool. And they're cute. And they are. Yeah. Look at all the booze. Well, there goes probably 200 American government dollars. <laughs> why, was, why are the deers running? The helicopters are flying overhead. They're noisy. Um, <clears throat> the deers will run, run away from the <laughs> Look at that. phone. <laughs> <laughs> They're testing out uh, seismic activity, trying to get the topography of the land. You know, for some reason, this also sort of reminds me of uh, like uh, Forrest Gump, where one of the guys. Or I think in one of the other Vietnam-related films where, uh, where one of the guys is in the helicopter. I think this is in Full Metal Jacket where they are in the helicopter and have one of those machine guns and just, like, shooting at soldiers or just people and the such. It sort of reminded me of that. I just learned you don't want to challenge Kong to a game of darts. Yeah. He'll win every time. Now we're getting into action here. And probably within 30 minutes of the film starting. Or maybe just a little over that. Let's see, where's my button here? Yeah, 30 minutes. Doesn't feel like it's been 30 minutes. Yeah. I really like this. It's sort of a first person look at the events that happen in this particular moment. His Dutch is okay. Yeah. I like this silhouette. I like uh, how, and I know we've mentioned about 
this when uh, reviewing Khan Skull Island. I really do like the, the design of Khan in this one, how they uh, try to keep it a little bit like the 1933 version of Khan, but also make yeah. it a little bit more unique. He's more anthropomorphic. He stands upright more, and he's more mm-hmm. beefed up. Yeah. Like he's like he's some sort of athlete, whereas in the other ones, yeah, he's kind of beefed up and stuff too, but he kind of looked like he had a little bit of a, I don't know, what do you call it, like this sort of stockier bodies, like your world's strongest man type of mm-hmm. body. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Well, I think it's pretty obvious what it is. <laughs> is that a gorilla? <laughs> no, that's a peacock. <laughs> And of course, obviously, of all the Khan movies, this one is basically the tallest one out of all of them, for obvious reasons. Yeah. But I would like to know how, when uh, Godzilla vs. Khan comes up, of how big he's going to get for that movie, since this was taking place around the early, maybe to mid-70s. Now, I think it was around what they had him. Was it a little over 100 feet? I don't remember exactly. I want to say, yeah, like maybe 125 feet or something. Godzilla in the new films is like, I think just over 400 or something like that, if I remember. Uh, they actually had had him just under 320. Making him just a tad bit taller than the 2016 Godzilla. That's interesting because the uh, hey Minecraft Dino Kaiju MDK background audio. Uh, what can you be more specific? Because I got my TV up. Is that are you here in the movie? My son's in the room, too. He's pretending to be Kong, so. I don't think I've seen so many bodies fly around in such a short period of time. I also like how he has really high accuracy. <laughs> like he throws I things around. In a game of darts. Yeah. I do like the color palette. Mm. And Kong hits a 100 for the game. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
mean, can you honestly blame Kong? They come into his house, dropping bombs, killing deer and other wildlife. I mean, can you blame him for being pissed? <laughs> yep. Yeah, really. They didn't ring the doorbell and ask. Yeah. By the way, uh, we were talking about something different earlier, like when they first met Tom Hiddleston and he stuck that pool cue in that guy's mouth and slammed his face on the uh, pool table. I've always wondered, how did he know exactly like how far to stick that pool cue without actually having it like jammed through the other side of the guy's cheek? Don't know. Like, that's some real Ninja Bruce Lee thing going <laughs> in there. It's the younger version of Josh Brolin. God, man. <laughs> By the way, Thanos was right. <laughs> Are you hearing like some some like roars or other sounds? Because my son's in the room. He's pretending to be King Kong. Something. It's in there. <clears throat> yeah, you can barely see some of the rain in the background. Would you be able to try to like mute your mic when you have a cough coming up? Maybe. <laughs> the guy's got a Rambo knife. That actually looks delicious. <laughs> Not quite Rambo-ish. It, it would have to have like the notches and stuff on top of the knife. Well, it's then big-ish. Yeah. No, I don't. I never thought you were a spammer. I I know when to spot a spammer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out, like, if if you're hearing, like, I don't know, Jason. Like, can you hear stuff coming, like, from my window or anything? Well, I know there's some really annoying banging going on <laughs> in my apartment here. Yeah, in your apartment, there's banging. Is that your neighbor? I actually, I actually, honestly think it's two floors up, which is pretty darn annoying because I have no freaking like, clue what they're doing. It sounds like a slow-mo chopper blade. <laughs> That's what we just saw. Yeah. That is annoying. Holy mackerel. Like, all of a sudden it came up. 
You know, I have a bad feeling that, uh, oh, well, there it stopped. Yeah. So I want to mute my mic here for just a couple minutes here. So Minecraft Dino Kaiju, um, how many times have you seen Kong Skull Island? And what are your thoughts on it? Oh, not as clear. Um, Well, the reason why it's not so clear um, could potentially be like the disc itself. Um, I'm watching on a TV that um, doesn't have a sound bar or any sort of stereo system. So it's just the speakers from the TV. And sometimes I found out the discs that you play, uh, even Blu-rays, like the volume levels tend to be different sometimes. Um, and um, um, on top, I thought you were going to mute your mic, but... Uh, um, but um, the reason, um, I don't know if anybody heard that car, hopefully not. But um, yeah, sometimes it's the disc and um, I've got my window open. So perhaps some of the sound is kind of like traveling out the window. I know that sounds kooky and all that, but some of the sound kind of works <laughs> uh, on that level as well. It'll kind of go wherever. Plus the my room is more open this time than in than with that commentary yeah i can turn it up here i had to turn it down a moment ago because my daughter's sleeping in the next room and it got a little loud there during the action scenes excuse me that's one of the things i dislike about blu-ray when you're just using your um tv speakers because when you get action sequences it gets incredibly loud but then when they're over you have to turn it back up and so you're always messing with the controller volume yeah and it's not all that different if you have the the ultra hd i mean it's still blu-ray but it's essentially does the same thing but and then again here within 45 minutes with samuel jackson or packard there with uh uh Goodman's character that within 45 minutes he's sort of talking about how why they're actually there. Yeah, the the Christopher guy, I think he left earlier. We, when we were getting started, we weren't uh, initially in the chat because we were trying to get a few housekeeping things done. Typically, we don't get a whole lot of people on these anyways, and we... We let everybody know on our Facebook page, which also is connected to various social social media pages that um, uh, we're hooked up to as well. And we just we, we we never really get a whole lot of people coming in live with us on these things. We're always happy to have people come in just because I think it's more fun. Yeah, but afterwards there's going to be quite a bit of people watching these. <laughs> This scene that's about to come up, I always thought was really neat. I'm like, why didn't anybody think of this before? (laughs) 
And also one thing comparing this film with the the 2005 con is that with the 2005 one that they had a little bit more very well could be. a little bit more variety and then I would say a little bit of out there sort of creatures within that film. As far as this one, there is maybe a couple of far out there creatures like these ones here. But other than that, you got your, you know, typical somewhat normal creatures, but changed a little bit. I wouldn't consider this far out. This is maybe a spider. Well, it's a little bit far out there because, you know, it's a blending in with some of some of the natural elements like these spiders here that their legs are bamboo like like their legs i do like the uh oh crap the the main villains of this movie the skull skull um skull crawlers skull crawlers yeah i somehow had forgotten yeah I do like the designs of these spider-esque creatures. Oh, I do too. Yeah, I think the after credits scene here too is really great. It, it, um, I think by that point in time, uh, anybody who was following Godzilla knew, news knew that um, Godzilla was going to be teamed up with Mothra, Rodan, and Ghidorah for his next film. Uh, but for anybody who didn't know at that time, yeah, I mean, that was... Oh, gross. <laughs> you know, one of the greatest pieces of news ever. I mean, it was, even if you read about it online. But, uh, um, yeah, it's... Um, so are you saying that you had not seen the 2014 movie before this? Is that what you're saying? They killed it. He's like, what a rough day. I need a drink. <laughs> what kind? <laughs> you never Bourbon said whiskey. That actually probably would help you if you had it. Well, I do have some bullet bourbon whiskey and some that's great so do you um um do you like the 2014 film and uh the new 2019 this is for everybody who I keep forgetting to say the tagline. We have a healthy obsession with kaiju here. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of which, I just gonna put up some of these uh, uh, couple images here, just uh, where to find us online and as well as some of the podcast networks that we're currently on. That's great, Minecraft Dino. Um, especially with the 2014 film, and maybe it's me. I, I it seemed like it was sort of 50-50 with the fandom um, after the movie 
was settled uh, in theaters back in 2014, it seemed like, you know, the fandom was split down the middle as far as those who liked and those who didn't. Um, and um, um, it just seems like since then, you know, the five years since then, it's, I've, in my personal experience, I almost think more fans have changed their minds to not liking it. Um, in the 2019, of course, a lot of fans absolutely love it because it's more or less a movie made for the Godzilla fans, um, which is fun. I think it's an entertaining movie. I do have a few issues with it, but uh, by and large, I find it to be incredibly entertaining. I mean, I've se- I saw it twice in theaters, and I've seen it at least twice already on uh, Blu-ray here. The one thing I was surprised of when this movie was getting made that they added John C. Riley. We do have Twitter, yes. Into the cast. Yep. Yeah, you can see there under the like and subscribe screen there. You can follow us everywhere on these social media networks there. And you also find us at our uh, website that we have listed right there. I also like the a little bit of the touch uh, as far as this scene goes, because it's somewhat of a callback to uh, Toho in a way that uh, I forget what director uh, wanted, like, like using the octopus and oh, like no, a giant octopus was, in their no, movies. No, it was an easy Subaraya. Yeah. Uh, super right. I like how they somewhat add like a nice little touch. I don't know if it was on purpose or on accident that they added a giant octopus in this film here too. Kind of a, I would say a nice callback. Yeah, if I remember correctly, and <laughs> forgive me if I'm wrong, um, um, I thought I read in the art of Kong Skull Island that this octopus scene was in a roundabout way sort of an homage to Subaraya. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure, but it's possible. Um, yeah, Minecraft Dino. Um, that is one of the things I love about the new current duology of Godzilla films in that uh, it is taking it from a more biological slash realistic um, standpoint. And that's one of the things I love about it, including Godzilla himself. Um, And um, as far as the 98 film, I am so happy to see that there isn't another person uh, that um, enjoys that movie too. There aren't a whole lot of us out there. I guess you're right. That is a squid, not an octopus. Mm. Little calamari there. You like calamari, Jason? Uh, I haven't even tried it. It's great. Why are you bring that up? Because it's basically like octopus in a way. It is octopus. Mm. 
that's just a nice little touch like the squid's a little heavy and um he's just like oh crap and he just like tugs harder <laughs> the 98 animated series is great too i do myself own that on uh dvd i pre-ordered that when i first heard that it was coming out gosh that was what maybe i want to say 2013 when that set came out um maybe early 2014 somewhere in there um i remember when we were growing up you know i was in my teens uh when that 98 film came out and when that animated series shortly came out uh I remember every Saturday morning, you and I actually on the weekends would get up early just to watch and record that cartoon. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, we tried to record as many of those episodes as we could. This is back in the days of VHS. Yeah. In the the, uh, island inhabitants here, uh, I like how they're a little bit more civilized not like the sort of like the past con movies except for the 2005 one which they were like completely insane and savage whereas this one i think they're i would say a bit more civilized compared to the other uh uh, skull island inhabited uh inhabit basically what you're saying is they are not stereotypes no I like this scene coming up where kind of as the camera pans, all these different little painted notches actually make one giant collage. Yeah. If those are tattoos on the uh, Islanders, oh man, I would hate to be that tattoo artist. You probably never got a Both. Both. Uh, like the paint that's on them and then the actual like permanent like skin type of uh welts that are actually tattoos probably like scriptures in the way that the, the way that looks <clears throat> confident um, neither Godzilla nor Kong will be killed in 2020. I, and I remember bringing this up an odd number of months ago. Uh, I was saying, I bet um, Kong and Godzilla are going to eventually end up teaming up to fight another kaiju. What that will be, I don't know. And then after the movie came out and everything, many other people, I'm not saying I'm the originator of this idea, but um, I noticed a lot of other people started thinking the same way um, in that Kong and Godzilla probably will team up to fight a big baddie. And it was confirmed, well, not confirmed, but Michael Doherty, uh, the director of King of the Monsters, was teasing another kaiju. Like and- either, either possibly Ghidorah again, or an, like a, another mutation in a way that's more threatening oh, to the, both. Oh, the natives of Skull Island? It'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, it'll depend on whether or not they even go there. I mean, I'm sure some of it will be filmed, but whether or not any island natives will be filmed, I don't know. 
I might have a feeling that they will because I think a lot of the film is going to be in Skull Island. Is it? Maybe. if It's been a while since I've read anything related to Godzilla vs. Khan. If, I, think- I will say this. The end credits to King of the Monsters, I believe, had a um, <clears throat> paper clipping that said um, Godzilla was making his way to Skull Island. If the next movie does indeed do that, then I do think they will have one fight there. And then they'll have a bigger fight probably in an urban area. Well, then, of course, they had other paper clippings about other monsters going to Skull Island, which was annoying Khan. Yeah. And then, of course, you have the uh, Monarch outpost over there. That would be interesting to see why those other monsters would be uh, going over there. Like, do they consider Kong a threat? And if so, why? (laughs) Well, and then, too, with the Hollow Earth thing within this universe, I think a lot of them are going through these uh, port, uh, tunnels and stuff in right. Right at Skull Island. I mean, I don't care how they get there. I'm more concerned about <coughs> going there. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if like maybe Jonah or whatever infiltrated Skull Island and they're, um, they have sort of a backup plan to sort of call uh, the Titans over there. If you've ever seen Rampage, uh, maybe something similar to what they did in that film to call George, Lizzie, and Ralph. You're talking talking about possibly using the Orca device? Didn't that get destroyed? Yeah, it did because... um, Oh, gosh, now I forgot her name. Um, Vera... Uh, Vera Farmiga's character she had it was using it to lure Ghidorah away from the chopper and then she got killed spoiler alert for anybody who's not seen the new <laughs> <Dilla movie. laughs> but I may have a feeling that they might have actually made another device for that if if that happens but we'll have to see when yeah, that's all we can that movie comes out see Rodan could be a part of that. I mean, I'm not discounting the possibility that um, Warner Brothers has another license or two uh, for other kaiju, and I'm sure they're licensed to use um, Rodan, Mothra, and Ghidorah expands through this trilogy. Well, at least from monsters through Godzilla versus Kong. Well, and, and from the paper clippings at the end of King of the Monsters, it seems like there's a good chance of Mothra possibly being in Godzilla vs. Kong. I'm not going to discount that either, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Again, we just kind of have to wait and see. <laughs> there's so many possibilities here. And hopefully soon we should get a first trailer for that movie because that's almost six months from now. Now, I think from what I've heard, as far as rumors go, that the possible of that trailer being released is when uh, Joker comes out. Thanks for stopping by. Hopefully uh, we'll still be around by the time you get back.
By the way, um, John C. Riley, major surprise for this movie too, as far as cast. Yeah. Typically, yeah. I mean, he does do some funny here, but none of the funny is groaner. I really like it. Uh, the comedy here isn't over the top or hyperbole or anything like that. Um, I do like him in this movie. He sort of he does a good job of being serious, but also providing just enough comedic relief um, to sort of lighten things up just a bit. Yeah, I was mentioning about that earlier that I was pretty surprised when they casted John C. Riley. Yeah, and I like him an awful lot. I like too the callback here with the giant gate. This time though, they add a bunch of spikes on it. That's a nice little touch. Because the helicopter fell on him. Aren't some people going to help it? You just got to watch, bud. I like to know how long that <laughs> was under that uh, helicopter there. For however long they've been there. Because it seems like they've been there for at least a couple days. My guess would be at least two days. You know, that cow's big compared to us, but then it's really tiny compared to Kong. It's probably yeah. like what the size of a hamster is to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say that, uh, I would say maybe like a small little dog. <clears throat> I also like here too, Comparing the other Kong movies and this one here, whereas at first sight, he always gets infatuated by the female character, but as in this film, he's not so quite infatuated with the woman at first sight. Thank God. I just, but at least he grows onto her, you know, towards the end of the film. Well, and that's just because he knows... He knows her and Tom Hiddleston and some of those other people. They're not out to like hurt him or anything else on the island because he can distinguish like between Sam Jackson and his group and yeah. the rest. <clears throat> so he just knows because, you know, as and we kind of missed out on this because we were talking about a few other things, but like John C. Riley when they first. Um, introduced him and he was given that exposition about kind of the history of the island and some of the history of the Kongs and stuff. He basically was saying, you know, Kong's kind of the peacekeeper mm -hmm. of the island. And, you know, and the skull crawlers have been kind of the biggest, um, you know, makers of mischief, if you want to say so, on the island. 
And so that's why there's kind of, and then two, there's this whole history. I think skull crawlers, if I'm not mistaken, were ones that may have killed his parents too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we learned that in this movie or what, but uh, I think so. I think maybe in the prequel comics too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's um, this is a, a different Kong in a way. Yeah. And and this time around with that huge gates or the huge fence or wall for the uh, Islanders there, at least this time it's not to keep really calling out, but mainly for the skull crawlers in this one compared to the other uh, calm movies where it's much more different and different turn or a different take. And then, um, and also that he doesn't really like with Hiddleston and stuff, he sort of get like Kong sort of doesn't do much of like go after Hiddleston or something. He's sort of like, Hey, you're not hurting me. So you're pretty cool and all that stuff. But like in the other Kong movies, if he sees any male, he'll go after uh, yeah, he looks at it as a threat or a challenge. Well, in this movie, though, when he when Hilston is there along with Brie Larson, that, you know, he's pretty chill with both of them. Well, and like I said, too, I mean, this is a different Kong movie. With yeah. Kong. I don't want a fourth iteration of that classic Kong tale. Yeah, yeah, right. Movies that have done that. And it's just like, I don't want to be seeing that anymore. It's kind of like a log bug. This poor little bug. I feel bad for him. He just was like, Oh man, like I wasn't out to hurt you. I was just out to scare you. This is a pretty violent movie too. I've almost wondered at times too, like if this movie came out in the eighties, would it have been rated R? I don't know, but comparing like uh like was it uh King Kong then King Kong Liz were he, it, I think in the regular, the 76 Kong movie, where he actually uh, rips apart that snake or the co- yeah. or a boa constrictor. And yeah. then in Kong Lives, he like snaps a guy in half. Yeah. And then eats one, too. <laughs> yeah. That scene always makes me happy, though. <laughs> Those guys were being absolute jerks to him. It's just like they deserve to like get that punishment. Like the saying goes, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. <laughs> Every time I see that one guy that I was talking to John, it, it reminds me of that uh, one comedian from many years ago. I forget his name. What's that? Charlie Chaplin, Groucho Marx. M- maybe. Larry Fine. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> like, I can't hear anything. Quit whispering, Tom Hiddleston. About what it's pancakes. I didn't realize he was such a fan. There's IHOP. Are you muting your mic? I'm trying to, but <laughs> it always come up. Because I, I, I keep hearing your face, and I don't like this. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm just checking here. Bud, hey, you're getting a little rough. Settle down. You're creating too much unnecessary sound. You can move around a little bit, but you're creating too much noise. Good for you, Sam Jackson. Would you like a cookie? going on there now they're trying to get this clunker started <clears throat> well i'm just saying that i can clearly hear well i know that. and i'm not surprised at that <laughs> like i was saying like i turned it up because i couldn't hear tom hiddleston and brie larson but then you get these action moments and it's just it's like <clears throat> In your ear, go yeah. deaf. <laughs> <laughs> I like how all the islanders just stand there and just stare and not really. <laughs> How do they communicate with each other? Like, does their body paint <clears throat> in a way do the communicating? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how they would. I'm not even sure if, like, all the crew that set up this movie and 
everything to actually know how they would communicate. It's kind of neat there. Yeah. It reminds me a little Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> and also a little bit different than the usual big, huge gated door that they have for all these con movies. It's a nice change. <clears throat> on the other side. That, that kind of reminds me of uh, the 98 guys all with those footprints. Yeah. Overlooking it. <clears throat> they probably got that inspiration from the 98 movie, but just didn't want to publicly admit it <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> I don't even know if anyone would actually catch on to that, though. Oh, I'm sure there's some people that have. No, you aren't. You act like him. You aren't scared. What are you talking about? Give me a break. What's Lincoln talking about? We get scared when Kong is mad. And it's like, no, he was acting like Kong during those scenes. <laughs> Not scared of him. <clears throat> you trying to fool? Well it's, well, it's like Godzilla. He gets angry when he sees Ghidorah. I get angry when I see a Krispy Kreme donut box and I open it up and there's nothing in it. Yeah. Or just any donut box. Council order a pizza too. Yeah, a boat, a thing that floats on water. <laughs> that we're here on we're here on this uh, new discovered island called Skull Island. Let me tell you my life story. I was born June tenth, nineteen fifty-two. I just set myself on fire. <laughs> it been funny if, like, when uh, Jackson shoots that, it actually backfires, and then like, all the sparks and stuff just lights up his sleeve on fire. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's so. That's so random yet fun. Yeah. With that guy getting taken away. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Oh, boy, shit. 
guys, my kids here. <laughs> well, they don't know. <laughs> I should go up to the yell, stop it, guys. My, God, my kid is here. <laughs> I'm glad you're having fun, but you gotta simmer down a little bit. You can't be creating a bunch of unnecessary noise. If you can't settle down a little bit, you're going to bed. You're standing up. That's why you can't move it. <laughs> Well, if they're lost, they're lost. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe with a double chin. <laughs> One question Why so serious? Why so serious? I used to do a almost perfect Heath Ledger Joker impression. <clears throat> I haven't done it in years. Oh, really? Quite weary. Really. Or his species. Why? Uh, they either died of old age or the skull crawlers got them. I can't remember if we find out or not. I don't know. I think someone might have said it somewhere on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Like Abe Lincoln says, don't believe everything you read on the internet. <clears throat> it's a monster. Oh, you got different other yeah. cons there. And then you also had some human skulls in there, so you got a variety of species within that concentrated area. Yeah, but I think there's a deadly gas in there, though, too. That's part of the problem. Well, if it was deadly, <laughs> why they not wear masks? They will, I think, here shortly. See, watch. They'll find out. They'll find out that what they're breathing is toxic. Oh, <clears throat> <clears throat> 
That's your son. Godzilla toys other than like the tall like 12 inch version of Godzilla mm-hmm. and the Kong Skull Island I think the only thing we got around here too is like the 12 inch Kong <clears throat> some of those sets or anything like that I haven't really checked uh, Walmart because they're the ones that usually carry the MonsterVerse figurines whereas uh, uh, Target doesn't but uh in their, I want to say, oh, uh, sort of their pop culture section that they have over where they sell the movies and everything that they, the only ones I've seen is the, the NECA of the 2014 Godzilla. And I think uh, the Godzilla from Godzilla for Space Godzilla. And then just recently they brought in the exclusive NECA of the uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters poster version of Godzilla. Yeah. I noticed too, like Warner Brothers on their site. uh, I couldn't quite hear it. Yeah, you were breaking up a bit. Warner Brothers on their site didn't sell any King of the Monsters merch. Like they... um, um, like they did with 2014 and it almost makes me wonder if they were if they weren't confident in the in the film because in 2014 Warner Brothers site sold shirts, ornaments, sandals uh, you name it and you could find 2014 products out and about like I had no problems finding that stuff mm-hmm. but then 2019 comes along they don't sell anything on their site and the only thing I'm able to find is the 12 inch Godzilla mm-hmm. even then just in general like the number of products that were readily available like we were supposed to get some of these costumes mm-hmm. I have yet to even see some of that stuff online hey welcome back Minecraft Dino well, I bet you can find all those costumes at mainly the Halloween stores online. Yeah, we'll find out. But it just, it almost makes me wonder if Warner Brothers didn't have faith in the film. And that's why, like, licensing may have been very limited, which is incredibly unfortunate considering we had quite a few things <laughs> for 2014. And I was thinking we were going to get a lot more for 2019, and that just wasn't the case. <clears throat> Or I'm probably guessing that they were just going by with uh, the numbers that they uh, got from uh, when selling the 2014 stuff. Yeah, I don't know. And I almost wonder, though, too, if part of it could be maybe 2014 stuff didn't sell as well as they had hoped. And so they cut back on Mm -hmm. products, which, again, is sad. That's, That's probably my guess. 
Here we go with some samurai stuff. How did he know some of those were coming there? You can't really see. You just got to keep swinging and hope here. Yeah, just look at that vision that he had there. <laughs> Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Uh, you are in the part where they're in the Kong graveyard. They're fighting skull crawlers now. I am. Yeah, you're going to be eating for about two or three weeks now. What happened to it? I killed it. <laughs> that skull's breathing fire. versus Samuel L. Jackson with a machine gun. Who do you got? Hmm. I want to go with Riley. I'm going with Riley, too. <laughs> Please, sir, don't shoot. Tomorrow's Christmas, yeah? <laughs> Look, I've got my hands up. Well, that's obvious. <laughs> His Dutch is okay. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be great. I just want some awesome monster action regardless in 2020. I would like to just have a really good Godzilla versus Kong battle. Yeah. I'm thirsty. You gotta wait. Actually, you can take a drink of this. Have a sip of my Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> yeah, it's not true. The rats probably. I can't 
can't see because of your big head. Because of that fuzzy face. Yeah, shave your fuzzy face. Yes, sir, I am lost. <laughs> That'd be funny. Are we lost? He stands up slowly and turns in. Well, technically, aren't we all lost? <laughs> <laughs> Does I look like it? some bullets. Funny, <laughs> he lights it up and then it just like a big, huge explosion. It's <laughs> probably what they're aiming for. Well, like all that fire just explodes right, right in front of his face there. Oh, burns, yeah. burns a few hairs like eyebrows and then probably his entire head burns a few hairs like what happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> like you got experience in this? Nope. I'm sure that's probably something similar to what we're going to see uh, in 2020. That's that's my prediction. This sort of uh, familiar scene or something? Is that what you're talking about? What Minecraft I know brought up saying, can you imagine if another big one appeared in 2020, neither fought Godzilla or one of the Titans or escaped Skull Island and terrorized the city? Well, that's sort of what we've discussed earlier that... We've been sort of on the same page and sort of uh, predicting that both Godzilla and Kong would team up to fight like a bigger threat. And that threat was the internet. (laughs) (laughs) The entire internet. Like the internet turned into some mechanical Thanks. 
explosions. Explosions everywhere. Kong's acting like, man, really? Again. <laughs> I'm tired of doing this. <laughs> Will these guys just go away? Okay, Batman. <laughs> be interesting considering yeah the anime trilogy where the mechagodzilla was a city but this time the mechagodzilla is an incarnation of the internet mm. that's a perfect idea if i were you i would trademark that story idea like how they add this little bit of touch where he goes down and stuff like when they try to capture him in those uh, previous Kong movies but this time with fire yeah. in this movie but yet they don't even capture him they try to kill him I guess I'm not familiar with that. You're going to have to explain. 
I did uh, sort of wonder why, but the movie ends up cutting to the credits, I think, at about that time as the helicopters are making their way to the island. Talking about the ending for this movie, right? Yeah. I think, well, I think they go into the island and you see Claude. Yeah, I think it cuts right there. Yeah, he may be he may have beat his chest to or something. <clears throat> yeah, I believe so. Spoiler alert for all those that haven't seen this movie yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're not ruining anything there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. <clears throat> Oh, how it should have ended. I'll have to check those out. Is that like a channel? They want to end you on a little bit of a cliffhanger. I'll have to check that out. I know there's... um, I don't... I don't remember the name of the channel, but they do like everything wrong with, um, like they'll do something like everything wrong with Avengers. <laughs> and, uh, Are you talking everything. about uh, cinema something? I'm not sure. What I think doing. the channel's like it. It has cinema at the beginning, and then cinema blend or something like that. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, that's the end of Jackson. And the mother skull crawler. <coughs> that's amazing. This two-legged serpentine beast is able to overpower Kong. Sort of reminds me of that uh, one monster from Godzilla the series. Or, yeah, Godzilla the series, they animated it. Yeah, you know what? Maybe they stole from that. I like this setting here. Again, it just reminds me like a Pirates of the Caribbean setup. Yeah, thank you, Cinema Synth. I couldn't remember the Yeah. I knew it had cinema in the name. Well, the other thing that reminds me, like you talk about it having that Pirates of the Caribbean-esque thing, this sort of reminds me of a live-action version of the Uncharted video game, if any of the, if anyone out there is familiar with that game. Like have Hiddleston as uh, Nathan Drake and then the Larson as that... Uh, one other gal that becomes his love interest. I keep mistaking the nostrils on the skull crawlers for eyes. <clears throat> <clears throat> 
what a way to go thinking you're potentially gonna <clears throat> severely hurt or kill that beast and yeah just kind of knows that <laughs> but at least the uh skull crawler there is pretty intelligent and knows what was going on with that guy tr- trying to lure it towards him here's a daytime fight for everybody <clears throat> and i know a lot of people have been complaining of like the god the new godzilla movies of basically most of the battles there are during the nighttime but at least with this one here you get a night uh, a daytime fight i don't have a problem i was watching a video of um someone uh, i'm not gonna say who here the other day and they they spent no joke probably half their video on godzilla king of the monsters just complaining about night battles all the time i'm just like just get over it it's not that big of a deal if that's the hill you want to die on then so be it i think it's kind of ridiculous but right it's one of those you can't make everybody happy you finally get the movie you want Mm -hmm. we might get one this is just a wonderful battle i really like it i would say the best con battle in the franchise. I don't know. I, I really like the Kong versus the three of the Stastosaurs in 2005. <laughs> I would say at least this is more entertaining Kong battle. Again, I don't know. This is really good. No, don't get me wrong, but that one is also really good. And it goes on for like, what, 10 minutes or whatever. <laughs> Yo, when you were saying about the skull crawler, you kind of confuse the nostrils with the eyes there. Well, I think those are actually nostrils there because like no, right behind. What's that? I know they are. Okay. That's I was just making sure. Using the nostrils for eyes. Yeah. I really like how Kong just, uh, I keep forgetting the word. Um, he's just kind of, um, why do I keep forgetting words on this podcast? <laughs> uh, ah, never mind. <laughs> the way the Alpha Skull Crawler dies, though. Yeah, that is brutal. I, I a little uh, confession here. When I first saw this in theaters, I had to momentarily turn away. Like it was, <laughs> I think, gonna make me sick. Well, it's like when I saw that along with uh, friends of mine when we went to see this as part of my birthday, and all of us saw that we were just like, "Oh god!" <laughs> well, yeah, and you thought. I like the tease kill. Like you know, when Kong does this one move, you think he finally killed him. It's like nope, and it's like we're gonna go one step brutal. Yeah. Or like when he uses that uh, boat propeller there, and just <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like, oh man, that's gotta hurt. Oh. 
I do like the design of the skull crawlers. It's pretty, pretty fun. Yeah. Something fun and unique for the series. Mm-hmm. I'd say just about as interesting yeah, as the, uh, the Mudo designs. When seeing the movie. I don't know if you heard me, but like their design is about as interesting as the Mudo designs in this series. The Mudo. The universe. Cool. They're underappreciated too. <laughs> I don't think a person would necessarily sink like that in a moment like that. <laughs> no, not, not really. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember when I saw that. I was like, "Oh man, that!" It's like that—that should have killed it right there. Yeah, I was just thinking, like you know, you know, the veins and stuff that you know run up your neck. Yeah. What do you think, bud? of funny how this movie ends at the same time because in a way Brie Larson kind of gets mildly eaten mm-hmm. but in a way Kong saving her is a means of actually finally killing this thing and here mm-hmm. we go we're gonna get ready here I'm yeah mad. yeah that's just uh huh you know what would be funny if this movie um, kept making it seem like the skull crawler died, but then it keeps coming back. And then <laughs> or like, or like, and then it keeps coming back. <laughs> or the other thing when Khan just slowly opens his hand that he has Brie Larson in, like she's she's just all smushed up. <laughs> crawler like bites the hand again and then Kong pulls something else out and then you think it's dead. Kong opens up his hand again the skull crawler eats the hand again and Kong pulls something else out. <laughs> it's <laughs> never ending. <clears throat> Mudo Prime. Mudo Prime was really cool. It reminded me very much of um, the female Muto just with some slight um, alterations. Yeah. If I want to move to a toy, I can move it if I want. No, that's not how it works, dude. <laughs> if you want to move to a toy, we can <clears throat> work on it some other way. You just don't, just don't take it because you want it. <laughs> Mine. I'll give it to you if I want to give it to you. <laughs> Very possessive. <laughs> I thought he's already had one. No, he doesn't have one. Hmm. Probably find something on eBay or Amazon. You wanted my Spider-Man, so I gave you my Spider-Man. Yeah, you and your fake crying. (laughs) (laughs) You and your sister are bad. You guys are fakers. Classic music as we get ready to 
close out the movie. Yeah, hard to believe we're basically right at the end of the movie. These commentaries always seem to go by so quickly. Yeah. Even though sometimes we sort of wander off, talk about other things. Yeah. Oh, stop it. What? What's wrong? This internet. Why is it keep doing that? Look like they're coming just shortly after he got done with this battle. <laughs> so, why do we think um, Brooks? Um, came back to Monarch uh, in King of the Monsters. I guess I'm trying to remember who Brooks is in the movie. I think the that's the uh, the African American guy that's in this film, but much older version. I think he's played as that uh, guy that was in was it Terminator Two Judgment Day. Oh, is that him? Yeah. Holy mackerel, I didn't, boy. <clears throat> Why do I think he came back to Monarch? Because he probably, I think part of it's probably life's work. Plus when you're that deep in an organization that's been keeping stuff so secretive for a while, like you kind of almost have no choice, I think, in a way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're basically, we're at the end of the movie here. They're just showing some uh, uh, film here of uh, John C. Riley's character back home in Chicago. Okay, I'm going to fast forward to the credit stinger. I don't know about you. I'm just sticking with it. Okay, well, I'm fast forwarding here. <coughs> I'm going to turn it up. So that way you can hear it when I get to the part. And the comics is supposed to be retired. Yeah, some of those prequel comics, though, some of them do follow kind of faithfully in some respects, especially if, like, um, like the prequel comic Aftershock, I think it was, uh, for Godzilla. It follows the events after 2014 really well but certain things don't add up to the 2019 and i think a lot of that is just because they don't have um access to the story so certain things obviously are not going to match up mm -hmm. okay here we go <clears throat> here we go i'm turning this thing up pretty loud why do you think it is? I want to go home. Because there was no island. Never on an island. What? Bruce, what the hell is going on? Bruce, what the hell is going on? This island? Is this the beginning? There's more out there. What do you mean? 
world never belonged to us. We belong to them. The question is how long before they take it back. Yeah, well, I just decided to skip to oh. the <laughs> indie oh, yeah. part of myself. I'm going to be far behind you. <clears throat> Yeah, and I also like that part of the ending of the credit scenes there where they have Godzilla's uh, howl. Yeah. Yeah, when I was in theaters, there were some friends I was like, oh my God. So excited. Yeah, Godzilla Roar. Yeah, the Godzilla Roar, I think, is the icing on the cake in that after credit sequence. My biggest disappointment is that somehow Tom Hiddleston's character, and I understand his character would have aged quite a bit, but his character did not make a return for the King of the Monsters movie. Uh, or I was kind of hoping that they would have him in uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, even Brie Larson's character. We will find out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Kong Skull Island. So Lincoln, what do you? So what do you think of the movie, bud? It's good. It's good. Paul says that word. <laughs> I know she does. Now you like which? Which one do you potentially like better? Do you maybe like um, the Godzilla movie better? Or do you like this movie better? I like Godzilla movies. You like the Godzilla movie better? Yeah. I would I would say yeah, I, I really like both really well. I but I would say if I had to pick I would watch the King of the Monsters film a little bit more. Mm. Okay, Jason, and now to you since this is your second time watching the film. I I actually like it much better uh the second viewing. I think it has much more action uh, in it this time around. And I would say you see uh, more of the monsters in this one compared to, obviously, uh, Godzilla 2014, obviously. You can the cameras back on, by the way. But, yeah, let me do that here. All right. And, uh, yeah, you see more of the monsters or creatures in this movie uh, compared to 2014. I'm not sure how much more uh, monster time in this one compared to King of the Monsters. I'm probably guessing a little bit more uh, in that sort of respect. Uh, But uh, the action, the visual effects in this movie is pretty damn good. Especially for a Kong movie, I say it's, um, I would say it's, uh, as far as visuals, I would say a little bit better than the 2005, or I'd probably say far better than that. And the daytime uh, battle is really good, or the main battle, the one that was we just saw a few minutes ago and it's like just seeing some of the detailing of (laughs) 
how the skull crawler was uh, killed off in that one is just <laughs> sort of kind of a gut wrenching sort of thing, but it's just the movie just really gets you in. It's really entertaining, action packed, a really good stories, something that's so much more different than what you would see in a regular uh, con movie. The one that's just recycled every time you get a refresh or a different take on the Kong character himself. And to me, that is so much better of what they did with this film. I really enjoyed how they did it. Yeah. They really pulled it off pretty damn well for it. Yeah. Minecraft Dino Kaiju says I was hoping for Hank Marlowe. Um, yeah, the thing is, though, I almost wonder, he probably would have been a little old. Maybe he would have died off, perhaps, by the events of King of the Monsters. Um, also, it was good. Thanks for the commentary. Thank you, Dino, Dino Kaiju. Uh, also, I like the 2014 movie better than this one and slightly more than King of the Monsters. You are like me. You're a rare breed. Um, uh, the 2014 film, I think, is is close to perfection. Um there's a lot I could go on about that. In fact, I would listen to our 2014 podcast from back in 2014. Um, and, um, oh, and the commentary. And like you said, you, I think you listened to that one. you said, um, but, um, yeah, the 2014 film it, to me, like I said, is near perfection. There's a lot I think to love about that movie. King of the Monsters is incredibly entertaining. I do like watching it, but at the same time, I do think it's squandered some of the artistic um, and story elements that Gareth Edwards and his crew uh, had set up in the previous film. I feel like in terms of story quality, character quality, and sort of an artistic quality, um, I think with King of the Monsters took a step or two down uh but i do think kong skull island is is kind of right there with 2014 on many levels mm-hmm. uh, you bet 20 dollars that kong will die you know again i don't i have a hard time believing that's going to happen i i think they'll fight <clears throat> some big bad like king Ghidorah will regenerate uh and come back or um there would be some other kaiju coming along. I, I think Godzilla and Kong will walk away their own separate ways. Yeah, I I I have a hard time seeing either of the two monsters dying in the film. They're going to pull sort of that whole Freddy versus Jason, Alien versus Predator. Or... It's <laughs> yeah. very ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't really see any of that happening at all. There was a fight between Godzilla and the Mudos. Um, yeah, it would have been nice, but then again, budget constraints maybe. Um, but at the same time, too, what they were trying to set up in that particular scene uh, had nothing to do with Godzilla fighting the Mudos. It was more about trying to find their missing son and the fact that they blame Godzilla for the destruction because he was a sole survivor. So they blame him for the death of their son. So I think that's kind of what the meaning of, of that particular opening was about. But um, with that being said, 
again, I love Kong Skull Island. Fun movie. I, I think anybody who's a fan of kaiju films has to watch it. You just, you have to watch it. I, I think it's, again, similar to 2014, a near masterpiece. Um, and, um, yeah, with that being said, I think thank you once again to Minecraft Dino Kaiju MDK. Thank you so much for joining us on this conversation. It's been great. We always love having people uh, come on and uh, with these commentaries. I think it makes it that much more interesting. Uh, we will keep you and everyone else posted as far as what we're going to do for next month's podcast. Yeah. Uh, might end up being an, another commentary on King of the Monsters. Uh, that's not a thing, but that's kind of where I think we're going to lean. And um, I got to get this guy to bed. <laughs> and um, so, oh, yeah. yeah, I think with that being said, thank you so much for listening and uh, hope to see, hope to see you guys, <laughs> the two or three yeah. that were here. Yeah, sometime, sometime next month. But uh, before we actually go, just want to let everyone know here uh, that we're on several different uh, podcast networks, you know, from Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, as well as iHeartRadio, Spotify, and TuneIn. And then you can also see, uh, see us live on four different uh, streaming platforms, including YouTube, Twitch, DLive, and Periscope as well. And then you can also uh, follow us on some of these uh, social networks here that are listed uh, by icons. And then also make sure to uh, like and subscribe uh, to any of our uh, channels that we have and you you'd also find us over at uh, daikajunetwork.com so uh, with that uh, I don't know uh, we don't have a specific uh, date yet for the next podcast but uh, soon uh, Ket and I will uh, figure that out and we will let you all know so until then we'll see you guys next month yeah, we'll see you next month. Minecraft, I don't care. Do you want to say bye, Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> bye. Yep. All right. Take it easy, everyone. <laughs>